Good morning, and I welcome you to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I thank you for tuning in this morning. Today, I want to read some scriptures that focus on children obeying your parents. To obey your parents is truly the right way to go, according to scriptures, which we'll touch bases on. But before we do that, I would like to take this time to share an article with you um, that I read on December the 14, 2022. Today is December the 15, 2022. And so I want to share this article because it is important that God hears a mother's cry as she's weeping for her children to return back. Because in this case, the article, a child has been abducted, but the parent warns against something that the child was doing in secret. And so that's why I would like to talk about children obeying your parent, because a lot of children, especially in this time and age, are deliberately choosing to dishonor their parents. And as a result of disobedience, their lives are being very shortly lived. So we're going to go to the scriptures to see what the scripture has to say about that. But before I do, I would like to again share this article that I found yesterday um, on my phone. And so this article is entitled, Bring Her Back. Okay, and it says the parents believe missing 11-year-old is with 22-year-old man headed to Texas. And so this took place in Clayton County, Georgia. And the article states that the, the parents of the young lady believe she and again a 22-year-old man are headed to Texas. And it warns that they are now warning other parents about the dangers of children meeting adults on social media. So this is a big topic of discussion, but was truly deeply rooted in this topic that nobody is really talking about, which goes back to the biblical platform is addressing the root of disobedience. At 11 years old, I'm sure that child has enough sense to know you don't go out and meet strangers, especially if she's been taught in the right way in the home. But even if she has not, there is common sense that the Lord has given us and wisdom. And we don't know the reason why this child left home. But in the article, we know that she did leave home searching for something and what she found is not good for her at 11 years old so let's go to the scriptures to see what the lord wants to say and share with parents with well first and foremost with the children and with the parents so these are scriptures that are addressing what the parents should do as well as what the child should do. So when we go to the book of Ephesians chapter 6, 1 through 4, it starts off by addressing the children. And it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So many kids are raising themselves and don't really realize that it is a rightful thing, not just in the eyes of 
society or man, but in the eyes of God, it is rightfully so to obey your parents. And it says, honor your father and mother. This is the right, I'm sorry, this is the first commandment with a promise. So this is in the first commandment that the Lord has given his people to remember that we will obey our parents. It didn't say when our parents obey us, but it does instruct us to obey them, even as children. And the reason is, it says, so that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. We're losing our children day in and day out because many children are motherless and fatherless and they're raising themselves when they should not be. They're growing up so fast, but not only that, their lives are being shortly lived because they refuse to obey authority. And that is foolish. It's foolish. And I want to define what foolish is, what what a fool is, and how a foolish person thinks. Before I go into another scripture, I want to share that because we need to know that there are some foolish children out here who are deliberately just raising themselves and, and choosing to do what they want to do. But it says a fool thinks they are always right and doesn't accept counsel from others. You can find this in Proverbs 12, verse 15. A fool does not listen or learn, but rather just share his or her own opinions. Proverbs 18 and 2. Foolish adults, foolish children, foolish parents. So this applies to every person, the child, the parent, the teachers, Every person who has a role to play in raising a child uses words to cause strife and stir up trouble, reacts in rages or mockery instead of having civil conversation. Proverbs 29 and 9. A fool continues to repeat mistakes and folly again and again without having any remorse. A true repentance, Proverbs 26 and 11. It's also stated that and said in Proverbs 29 and 11 that a fool loses their temper and vents. A fool also causes harm to those closest to him or her and slender lies that are not true. You will find that in the book of Proverbs 10 and 18. So, this 11-year-old girl appears to have acted very foolish. But we don't know what led her to act this way, what led her to go or want to go into the arms of a stranger. Um, because we we really don't have all of the details. But this is something that we do need to pray for and lift up because Again, the enemy is setting traps for children to die so early on. And 
I want to also talk about in getting back to children and parents obeying their mother. I want to talk about the fathers of the home. God gives specific instructions not only to the children, but to the parents, to those that are raising the child. Because who knows? Perhaps this little girl could have been provoked. We don't know. But we can only pray and assume that God will find her safely and allow her to go back to her home. But in the scripture, it says, Father, do not provoke your children to anger. So we don't want to overlook that because a lot of children do things because of anger. The spirit of anger has overtaken their hearts, have overtaken their minds, and is causing them to act in a way that they know is completely out of order. It says, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So to the parents, there is a responsibility that the Lord gives to the parents not to hurt them or to harm the child, but to really bless the home. When children refuse to listen to instructions, that means a lot of times there's no discipline in the home, most times. But discipline is required for those who really choose to follow and walk with the Lord. It tells us, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So whether you are a parent or thinking about having a child or in becoming a parent, there are some godly principles that God gives that are wise instruction for the parents and the children to follow. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, to train up a child in the way he should go, even when he's old, he will not depart from it. So what whatever truth you taught from a baby all the way up is what the child is going to cling to. Ephesians 6 and 1 says, Children, again, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And the opposite of right is wrong. So in the sight of God's eyes is wrong to not obey your parents. And in Colossians 3 and 20, we can't forget what happens when the children do obey their parents. It says, children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. So more than it pleases the parent to raise up children that will honor and obey you pleases the Lord. And in return, their lives are blessed. And in return, they live longer lives. And they inherit the reward for being obedient, not to just their parents, but obedient to God. And for those parents who are choosing to deliberately not discipline their children, it also says, Proverbs 29 and 15, the rod and the reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. 
Proverbs 29, 17 says, Discipline your son and he will give you rest. Right? So when you choose as a parent not to discipline, so many things come attached to that. There is no peace. There is no rest. There is turmoil. Especially as they're growing older. Because it's easy to discipline when they're younger. But as they're developing and growing into their own person and being exposed, it becomes really difficult to discipline a child who is very opinionated, who has developed the mindset of the world, whose heart has become hardened. But in Proverbs 29 and 17, it says, Discipline your son and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. So it is a blessing to discipline. Because after the discipline comes love. Genuine love. And because that child knows that they are loved, there is a delight that will come. As the scripture tells us, they will bring delight to your heart instead of grief and mourning. So these are some some things that I want the parents to hear today because it's very essential to your spiritual growth and maturity while you are leading by example and also is necessary in the home. There are many scriptures that emphasizes over and over and over again that helps the parent to understand what discipline does in the home. Especially if you go, let's go back to verse 22, 15, where it says, Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. So when discipline is there, the child knows that they are loved and When you discipline, you're able to drive out the very things that the enemy wants to plant in their hearts. Lies, destructions, that they're not love, that they don't need anybody, that they can do it on their own. So the enemy wants the children to reject the truth. And that's why so many children are turning to other things because of the lies that has been planted in their hearts. They're turning to drugs. They're they're turning to their friends for guidance. Many are turning to sex. Many are turning to just uh, so many things. They're seeking men. They're seeking approval. Uh, As the parents warn against social media platforms, they're going to social media. And they're searching for love, but it's the wrong kind of love. And... They're searching for acceptance. And so that's why teaching is so important in the home as well as outside the home. And I want to share this one more scripture. There are so many. But it says Proverbs 13, 24. Whoever spares the raw hates some. So in other words, that scripture is saying, if you do not choose to discipline your child, you're really hating your child. But he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. So when you discipline your children, you're actually showing that you love them. Of course, in a healthy way. 
You're not abusing them, but you're disciplining them. And so I read this scripture because this is a warning. The article that I read earlier is a warning that goes back to the Bible to teach us the ways for which we are we are to discipline. We are to discipline the children. And we are to let them know that when we discipline them, that we do love them. And so my heart is in so much grief about this 11-year-old girl who has vanished and is in the hands of a 22-year-old man. And we don't know where she's headed. But today I want to lift up that family in prayer. I want to pray over that child and this whole situation. Because at the end of the day, God is in control. And this is where prayer is necessary. Because not only are we as parents to teach and to train, but we are to pray for our children. Pray against the plans of the enemy and what he seeks to do in the life of the youth. For the children are so precious to the Lord because they have a bright future. God has called the youth because they truly are strong and they have the knowledge. But if the enemy can figure out how to destroy their lives early, then they won't even live to fulfill the promises that God has specifically assigned for them. So we're going to pray Father, Lord, we come to you today to lift up this 11-year-old girl, to lift up her parents before you, God. God, I pray, God, that you would minister to their hearts today, God. God, that you will bring forth comfort. God, if there's some things in the home that has been out of order, I ask for you to bring forth conviction. God, that you would give them time to get their hearts, their houses in order with you, God, that you would bring forth a great revelation and wisdom. Lord, I pray for the person that has this young girl, the 22-year-old person, God, that you will begin to tug on that person's heart, God, to let this child go and to return this child back into the hands of the people who had given birth to her, God. God, allow this man to let this child go so that she will be returned back to her home, back to the people that love her the most, Lord. God, I pray for you to command your angels to the scene, that they were that that they will war against the spirits of darkness, the spirit that comes to afflict the hearts of the parents and bring division. I pray, God, that you would command your angels on assignment to go before that young lady, God, to find out exactly where she is and to bring her back to her rightful state. And God, that you will begin to release angels in her life on assignment that will minister to her as well as her mother, God, that will pray with her, God. If she if she's if she's not receiving that already, that will encourage. 
Lord, we thank you, God, that when we cry out to you, no matter what the situation is, you hear us when we pray fervently, God, from our hearts to the deepest to the deepest depths of our souls. And God, there are so many people that are praying for this young girl. God, I thank you, God, that, that the earth is yours and everything in it. And I thank you, God, for her answer prayer. I pray that this young girl is not dead, that she will return back alive, untouched, unharmed, that you will command heaven's armies to encamp around her, Father God. God, we thank you for listening to the prayers of the righteous. And I ask for you to perform a miracle, not only in the child's life, life, but also in the life of the parents as well. God, I thank you that you are an incredible God who knows just what we need in the hour we need it. May you bring forth comfort and healing to the heart of the young lady mother and her father, God. And God, may you utilize this time as a means for them to draw even closer to you, as a means for them to draw even closer to your word. For we know that tomorrow is not promised. You did not promise tomorrow to anybody. But God, you've given us this day to seek your counsel, to seek your face, and to trust you with our lives. Lord, I pray that they will trust you to return their daughters back home by faith. And it's in Jesus, Yeshua's name, that I pray. Amen. Amen. I want you to know that God is great. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us and that he's working everything out according to his riches and glory. May God bless you. And I thank you for listening this morning to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. I pray that it bless your soul. Um, You can also email me. I would love to hear from you at heartsknittogetherinchrist at gmail.com. If you would like to send a donation, you may do so. The, the information is you would use the dollar sign to send it to Cash App, capital H-N-T-I-C. You can donate. And if you have not, visit the website. You may also go online to visit the website And I wanted to bring correction because I gave the wrong information for the website. But the correct website to go to that you will visit is you're going to go to www.heartsknittogetherinchrist.net. So I believe I said .org on the other day. So forgive me. It's www.heartsknittogetherinchrist.net. And that's where you will also see more uh, podcast online so you can do that and if you have any questions please reach out i would love to hear from you and may god continue to bless you and make his holy face shine ever so brightly upon you and again thank you for listening god bless you